Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles, one of the pastors at First Family Church in Ankeny, Iowa. Today is Tuesday, January the 25th, and I'm looking forward to sharing some extra insight, uh, some additional application regarding the series that we began last Sunday. If you were there, you know that we began a series that will last the rest of this year through the book of First Peter. Uh, our title, of course, is Holiness in the Middle of Hostility. And we're looking at how not only can we be holy during difficult times and how um, the Lord will empower us to endure and persevere, but actually how God uses those very things to uh, help us become more holy. And so that's our aim for this year. And I wanted on this podcast to bring you some additional resources that I think will help you <clears throat> as you think about the subject, as you uh, posture yourselves with the mindset of endurance and perseverance, and to see that, that suffering um, is our privilege as a follower of Christ. <clears throat> and this was the real point of the key verse in 1 Peter 2.21, that to this you were called, uh, like Christ suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow in his steps. And so we understand from the very outset, an overview of the book, that suffering is our privilege, and it is our privilege because of our position in Christ. And just as he suffered, we are called to follow in his steps. And so here's some resources that I think will help maybe uh, turn your attention, your mind, your thinking towards that posture. It's not natural, I admit to you. Uh, we don't think in those terms often enough, but uh, let's get under the weight of the text. Let's live under the authority of Scripture and let's see if we can continue to position ourselves to think biblically, not just, um, and for sure, not just humanly or um, naturally, but to think more scripturally and supernaturally as given by the Holy Spirit. Uh, the first couple of resources I want to let you know about would be, uh, one's a series of messages I preached a few years ago called Sanctifying Suffering. You can find that on our website under resources and then messages, and just look for the tabs that would be, talk about the uh, previous series. Uh, it does walk us through some verses about suffering from the Corinthian epistles. I think it'd be very helpful to revisit those three or four messages that help us understand more about the purpose of suffering. The other two resources really are two books. One's somewhat old, the other is somewhat new, but they're both fantastic. I'd first of all reference C.S. Lewis's book, The Problem of Pain, written around 1940. Obviously, C.S. Lewis is not a strange name to most believers, and in his um, remarkable style, he brings really good insight into the issue of pain, <clears throat> suffering, and different things along those lines. So I'd encourage you to pick up. It's not a long book, somewhat short, but he'll cause you to think deeply, perhaps more about why uh, it exists, how it came to be, and what we're to make of this and do with this. It's called The Problem of Pain by C.S. Lewis. And then a relatively new book. Um, I know the author somewhat, uh, not necessarily personally, but by name and just through some other social media interactions. Eric Reed has written a book called Uncommon Trust. I received this book from one of our members just this week, in fact, as a gift. And I wasn't aware that Eric had written this book, though I'm aware of his story and his situation. And in all frankness, it is a an incredibly tragic story from a horizontal human perspective. It is just filled with sadness, 
and even following Eric on different um, social media sites, uh, he's very transparent about uh, the journey he's been on. Um, the book Uncommon Trust does share a good bit of that story, but it really helps you understand how to trust God when life <clears throat> doesn't make sense. That is the subtitle of the book. And so I would highly recommend Eric Reed's book, Uncommon Trust. Again, it's relatively short, but it packs a, a great punch just in a few pages. And I think you'll find his story extremely um, moving, compelling, and beneficial as you yourself learn how to trust God when things don't make sense and they're very difficult. So those are three resources I'd recommend that perhaps you utilize in the next few weeks, next few days, just to continue to help your mind get positioned for what we're going to uncover and understand in the book of 1 Peter. The last thing I want to share is that um, at our church, First Family Church, um, just in the past few months, our elders have been reviewing our values. Uh, we've had a set of values that have guided us since we began in 2004, uh, and we went through them over the last part of last year, and at our quarterly meeting in December, uh, we agreed, and I guess you could say voted, but we did work together to add one thing to our list of values. Uh, we have seven values currently. I'll just mention those to you. They're, they're on our website. There's a statement and then a paragraph. I'll just read you the statement, the seven things that FFC values. And of course, these undergird our ministry. They really you know, set our trajectory. Uh, they answer the why question to all the what's and how's. But here they are. We value God. Number two, we value God's image-stamped creation, people. Number three, we value God's called-out family, the church. Number four, we value God's disciple-making mandate, the Great Commission. Number five, we value God's biblically qualified leaders, the church's equippers. Number six, we value God's spirit-empowered enablements, spiritual gifts. And number seven, we value God's divinely designed environment, the home. And as we've been thinking and praying about these values for a number of months, our elders sensed that God would lead us to add an eighth one in there. And that's this one right here. Listen to this eighth value. We value God's counterintuitive maturing process, suffering. And while we would always say suffering is God's tool for maturation, that we should be a people of endurance, that perseverance should mark the saints of God, we felt that it was time uh, to go ahead and list that, to actually in writing just verbalize both visually and, and uh, in this written form that this is one of the values that guides our ministry. It sets a trajectory. It shows us why and how there are certain things that we do. And so I just want you to hear this if you belong to First Family, if you're listening as one of our members, a small group member. Um, this series in First Peter really flows out of a value that we hold, that suffering is God's counterintuitive maturing process. And so this fits right along with understanding how Peter describes suffering. It's our privilege, uh, and it's because of our position in Christ. Peter used the words, you know, gracious. He used the words God's will to describe this privilege we have of of suffering, and whether it be a type of suffering, um, you know, that is, we may call it natural suffering, or it could be the kind of suffering that comes from someone else uh, because of our stance for Christ. There's different types. It's varied. Uh, there is just the fact that suffering comes to all of God's people, and it is His best tool for making us into the image of His Son. 
As we write on our website here under this eighth value, we say this, life as a disciple of Jesus is a marathon. It's not a sprint, and that marathon includes seasons of suffering. And while the degree of suffering is variable, the fact of it is not. It is necessary for spiritual completion. And we embrace this perspective. We heed the call for endurance, and we run this race with perseverance. And so on behalf of your elders and uh, even on behalf of our church, just know this, that uh, suffering, uh, the call and the privilege of enduring hostility, difficulty for the name of Christ and for the sake of Christ is not an obstacle. It's an opportunity to wear uh, humbly the privilege of of being one with Christ and being positioned in Him and being saved by Him. It's one of our values as a church, and I trust that as this series continues to unfold um, through the rest of this year, that you will sense a, a shift in how you view difficulty and suffering and hostility and reviling and malignment, that you will see that as your privilege, even as your um, almost guaranteed um experience because you are in Christ and because you are His disciple and because you follow Him. So church, let us get under the the authority of the Word and let us with joy embrace this certain privilege we have because of our secure position in Christ. He not only overcomes the obstacles we face, but He uses those very obstacles, those very difficulties, that hostility to make us more like His Son, Jesus Christ. Hope to see you this weekend at First Family as we dive into the first two verses. Till then, I trust you have a great week, and may you endure and persevere well as one of God's saints.